Welcome to Medical Matters Weekly with Dr. Trey Dobson, presented by Southwestern Vermont Healthcare and Catamount Access Television. Welcome, everyone. Today is July 27th, 2022, and we are recording a show for next week, August 3rd. I'm Trey Dobson, Chief Medical Officer at Southwestern Vermont Medical Center and an emergency medicine physician with Dartmouth Health. And this is Medical Matters Weekly, a show about the aspects of healthcare that matter to you most. My guest today is Dr. Jennifer Davis, who is known to many as Dr. Jen. She is a critical care pediatrician and board certified in lifestyle medicine. Jen, welcome to our show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And, and I have to tell the audience, you know, we just jumped online, we just got ready, and I found out that Dr. Davis is residing right now in Bennington. So tell us a little bit about that. Yes, I recently moved. I moved to Bennington actually in December from Florida. Um, I have two college-age children, and they decided that they wanted to go to school in the Northeast. And I decided that uh, it would be better for me to be closer to them. So we started looking for places, and we found Bennington, um, and we love it. So been here since December. Well, welcome. I'm so sorry that I'm just now meeting you, but I can't wait to uh, to meet you in person rather than video. And we can do that offline and get to know one another and as well as introduce you to the medical community and the community here at large uh, that you maybe not had the opportunity to meet since you've been here. Um, real quick on, on uh, Dr. Davis's background, she earned her undergraduate degree in philosophy at Wellesley College which I am fond of because my wife attended Wellesley, uh, earned her medical doctorate at New York Medical College and completed pediatric residency at Westchester Medical Center, uh, earned a fellowship in critical care at Montefiore. I'm not saying that right. Say that again, Montefiore. Montefiore. Right? Montefiore Medical Center in the Bronx and then earned a plant-based nutrition certificate at the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies. So tell me, and then finally earned a board certification in lifestyle medicine. What is a plant-based nutrition certificate? It's exactly that. It's basically a study of everything plant-based. So everything from the food politics um, to all the nutritional benefits of a plant-based um, diet and how that can apply to ma a many number of um, clinical situations. So That's great. Okay, so um, I'll stop talking here a little bit. And Dr. Jen, we'd love to hear a little bit about uh, where you're from and eventually how you came here, I guess, uh, uh, to Bennington. Okay, I, well, I'm initially from New York, actually. I, as you can tell, I did my training and everything that I grew up there. And then after my fellowship, we moved to Fort Lauderdale, where I lived for about 20 years. I worked at a, in a county hospital there for our mm -hmm. health in Fort Lauderdale Pediatric Intensive Care Unit. And, uh, and then just most recently, we moved here in December. Um, I am now doing per diem work for Fort Lauderdale and now pursuing full-time lifestyle medicine. So, oh, I'm that's great. Yes. So you're, gonna, you're not going to be uh, practicing pediatrics. You've been there, done that, uh, moving into lifestyle medicine. How did you get interested in lifestyle medicine? Well, it happened. Um, actually, what happened initially was I was interested in vegetarianism, I guess, for the planet. And we actually did a 28 day challenge, my family, uh, and did a plant-based challenge about 12 years ago. And at that time, Forks Over Knives, the movie came out. And when we did the challenge, we felt amazing. I also at around that time, I started doing kind of intensive exercise, doing more ultra distance um, 
pursuits. And I found that I was recovering so much better. I felt great. And then I watched Forks Over Knives and I was amazed that I had never learned any of this in medical school. You know, in medical school, I learned so much about the biochemistry of nutrition, you know, of macros and protein and fats and all of that, but nothing about the benefits of plant-based nutrition. So then I, I, you know, kept researching more and I did the plant-based nutrition certificate. And then I discovered actually lifestyle medicine as a specialty. I was looking for something that, you know, where it was mainly focused on actually preventing disease and using um, nutrition as a tool. And that's how I found lifestyle medicine. And so in 2019, I became board certified. That is great. So when you, tell me about what your ideal practice would be. Well, my ideal practice would be all encompassing. So right now what I'm doing is a health-based practice, but ideally I would love to have a lifestyle center where we address all of the chronic diseases, any, any really any um, disease and where there is exercise physiology available, where there is um, some, um, mental health support available and mainly focusing on plant-based nutrition and the teaching kitchen and just the whole all-encompassing um, lifestyle um, interventions in the place. And I think offering group, uh, a group-based approach as well, which is beneficial because then you, everybody helps each other, you know, and you get the benefit of seeing other people's success. You know, speaking of success, um, just tell like some of the audience who may not be familiar with lifestyle medicine. And by the way, we've, we've had several guests uh, uh, who practice lifestyle medicine. You may have looked that up, um, but help our audience understand, you know, what type of patients uh, that you do see currently and, and what type of support you provide to them. So right now I have mainly, I've been dealing with patients that have type two diabetes or, um, <laughs> or pre-diabetic and also patients that have had um, cardiovascular disease. And the main approach is, is what addressing the, using the pillars in a therapeutic manner to treat this. Mm -hmm. And the pillars of lifestyle medicine include plant predominant nutrition, restorative sleep, um, stress reduction, exercise, encouraging healthy relationships, and then also avoidance of risky substances, which include alcohol and smoking. And so basically writing a prescription, you know, going over patients and working with them, going over the history, going over what they've tried before, going over, um, you know, what works given their family environment, their social environment, all of that, and coming up with a plan together. And it's, so it's more a coaching. So it's your, instead of, mm -hmm giving a directive, it's more coming up with a solution together and um, developing smart goals and, and helping them achieve those. And it's what you've seen as far as, okay. Um, so it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, I've helped um, many people reduce their medications. I've had um, several people that have come off of hypertensive, antihypertensive, been able to come off of their oral hypoglycemics, um, reduce cholesterol, you know, so maybe not come off all of their medications, but definitely reduce in that case. And that's amazing results. Definitely um, so powerful, so much more powerful than I ever imagined and very rewarding. Right. You know, for the audience, I think, I think the audience knows this, but I just want to make sure they understand, especially today, you know, physicians that are, are prescribing medications for, for example, we'll just use for hypertension, are not intent that medicine is is the only answer. Um, it may be a, a start while you're working on other aspects of lifestyle uh, to help with that, or it may be an adjunct if um, if you just need a little push. But you know, physicians don't want you to be on medicines; they prefer you to not be on medicines. 
and uh, any any thought that that doctors just want to prescribe medicine is, is not correct, at least not today, at least not in our generation. Dr. Davis is an, is an example, but sometimes it takes effort um, and it sometimes takes effort more than an individual uh, busy uh, primary care physician can can offer. And there, that's where Dr. Davis and many other uh, types of, of services can can lend that support, you know, working with your primary care physician. So tell me, tell me what's different about a plant-based diet from a vegan diet. So vegan is the absence of animal products. Um, mm -hmm. So that would be not including honey, not including anything, eggs, dairy, um, and it can include processed foods though. So yes. Oreos are vegan. <laughs> so, right, right. But, um, so a plant-based diet is a more whole food approach. So the goal is to have the least processed form of food and also excluding. So as if you're talking about plant predominant, it doesn't necessarily completely exclude animal products, but maybe very minimal amounts of animal products. But again, the goal is focusing on whole unprocessed foods. And yeah, it's a great, it's a, you did a super job of explaining that difference better than I would have done for sure. Thank you. <laughs> and you've been working with some recipes yourself. Uh, tell us what you've got uh, in the works. Yeah, um, it's fun uh, because I do have, like I said, teenage children. So it's always a challenge to keep them um, excited about plant-based nutrition. <laughs> and, uh, and so I'm always trying to change over, you know, something that traditional, especially my son who, who, um, is more uh, difficult on that <laughs> realm. So uh, some of the things like last week we had uh, plant-based crab cakes, um, which jackfruit and um, pasta pommes, the, the uh, substance of it. Um, I make things like, I make a lot of Italian dishes also. I do have, um, my husband's Italian. So like lasagna with a plant-based twist. So using, um, instead of using whole milk ricotta using cashews or even almonds as the ricotta. Um, a whole host of mushroom dishes. Mushroom dishes are a lot of fun for me because you can use those to mimic a lot of different traditional meat dishes, I guess. But um, I like to, when I make meals, uh, this was part of like when I made the transition is instead of thinking of it as a traditional, like a standard American meal where you're worried about, you have like the meat, the fish, I mean the fish, the meat, the starch and the vegetable, I look at it as making a variety of different sides so that it kind of changes the way you're looking. Like you don't have to have that main protein portion because everything has protein in it. So it's just really, you, you want to eat a variety of, of things every day to make sure that you're getting the full complement of nutrition. So, so wh what advice would you give to someone who's listening and saying, I, I really want to try this. Uh, I have friends that have been successful. My family's a little resistant. Um, the last time I tried, I went all in and I just drove my family crazy. What, what's a good approach? Uh, sounds like you've had a little experience of that yourself. Right. I mean, I try, um, so it's be open, be flexible. That's the first thing. And not, it doesn't have to be all or nothing. That's the other thing is a lot of people think it has to be one way or the other completely. And, um, so I, when we did the transition, so my children were, I guess, seven and nine when we, when we did the transition. So that is already a challenging age, which getting children to eat healthy and then doing this big uh, lifestyle change was, uh, it was a challenge. But um, again, I made a variety. Like when I would make dinners, I wouldn't make two dinners. I would make a variety of different vegetables and, and sides for my children to, so that they would have an option of choosing different things, one thing. Um, and I would, I would, in the beginning, I did, was making meat at home still. 
that's since within a couple of years stopped altogether. So we don't cook, um, we cook plant-based at home. And then the other thing is let children participate and let the family participate in choices. Like what are their favorite dishes? And then you can make a, a transition, um, a conversion to something a little bit healthier or more plant-based uh, version of that. The other thing is with children is letting them again, help you cook is one thing, let them choose like the ingredients and, you know, come up with something fun with the ingredients they choose. And just, you know, involving the family in it really is one way to, to help. And then, you know, again, making it not so rigid, you know, letting them have, you know, some options. So, And oh, then I was gonna say one other thing is just to keep offering. So a lot of times children will say, no, I don't like it. I, I, you know, they refuse it many times, but they have to taste it. You know, sometimes they say 20 times or more before um, they, you know, develop a taste for it. So don't, don't, um, you know, throw it out <laughs> before uh, giving them ample opportunity to, to adjust to it. Right. Mm -hmm. So keep at it. That's, that's keep one of the, exactly. so tell, tell me about some um, challenges you've had with patients, not only necessarily related to diet, but just in, in lifestyle medicine in general, are, you're speaking to most right now through telemedicine at almost like right. you and I are talking right now, right? Yes, exactly. Um, I think the biggest challenge is, I mean, uh, that one thing is getting the, the buy-in from the family or if they're not the one doing most of the cooking or if, um, you know, the family's resistant to it, that's hard. Um, the other thing is a lot of people don't realize how large an effect stress has on them. And especially in the last, you know, several years dealing with the pandemic in addition to all the other stresses that has a huge effect on your health. So you can be eating right, you can be exercising, but you can continue to have problems with weight or cholesterol or hypertension because um, the stress is not under control. So managing those things. Important. Um, you've started something, walk with a dog, uh, walk with a doc. Sorry, I lost that. Walk with a doc here in Bennington. Tell us about it. So walk with a doc actually is an international organization that was started by a cardiologist who recognized that he needed to get it, wanted to get his patients moving. So um, I actually had, I started in Florida when I initially was there as a critical care physician. I wasn't being, that was one way I could get involved with lifestyle medicine and help, you know, provide a service to the public. So basically it's a, a free doctor led walk. Um, we do a little topic, um, you know, various different topics. Like last week we talked about heat resistance and, um, and hydration we talked a, little, talked a little bit about nutrition. So we choose a topic and do like a five minute talk or so, and then we walk. And oh. it's all ages, um, all um, exercise levels. So everybody's invited. And again, it's free and it's a fun, it's a great community um, building activity as well. So to meet So it. how would listener uh, to the show get involved? Where would they meet or what would they do? So we've been doing it at the Mile Around Woods in North Bennington. So uh, the first and third Saturdays of the month, and they can go to my website or um, it's well, go to my website and there's a walk with a doc link. You can click that. And that's where I update the walks every, um, you know, whenever they're happening, if there's any changes. So. That's great. So what's your website? Oh, it is healthy living with Dr. Jen.com. All right. And we will put that in the show notes as well. Healthy living with Dr. Jen.com. If I say that enough, then I'll remember it. That's fantastic. <laughs> and Jen has two ends. Jen has two ends. All right. And, but in addition to walking, you're into running. Tell us how you got into running. Well, I was looking for an activity that I could do anywhere, anytime, just to require sneakers. And that's kind of really just how it started. 
And um, in medical school, there was a group of us that started running. It was a great stress release, a great way, community, again, community activity that we could, you know, plan races. And then it kind of grew from there. Um, after I had children, it was just, again, something easy to just pick up and do. I could throw them in the stroller and get out. And then um, I just got more and more interested and involved, started doing marathons and um, then became interested in what was after a marathon. And I found out about ultra marathons. And so that's now what I, my passion. So. Do you have any um, upcoming this fall or late summer? Um, my next ultra is going to be December. I did have a little sabbatical. I had a, I actually have my hip replaced. <laughs> so I'm still oh, recovering. Wow. Uh, well, I'm not recovering better now, but getting back to my previous level. So I'll, I'm running registered for a hundred mile race in December. So. Oh, that is fantastic. We will be following you. We will give update <laughs> uh, to our audience. We'll, that is Fantastic. Tell us, as we're sort of closing out here, what are you looking for uh, forward to over the next, let's say, two years, both personally and professionally? So professionally, I hope to grow my practice and spread the word and continue to educate people about the power of lifestyle medicine. That's really, I, I want more people to know that how, how powerful a tool it is and really can be the primary treatment in almost every disease. Um, so that's my big role right now. And then, um, I guess personally, I have some more ultra adventures that I would like to pursue <laughs> of longer distances. That's like a big goal of mine. No, that's great. And, and I assume that the audience, people that actually would like to not only connect uh, regarding the walk, but potentially have a consult, um, can they do so through their physician? Or is it better to reach out to you directly on your website? Um, they can reach out through me to me directly um i don't do primary care i only do lifestyle medicine and right, right. um so that yeah they can reach out directly directly to me through their website yeah that's great <laughs> hey thank you thank you so much for joining us today absolutely thank you so much for having me so i'd like to thank uh mike cutler from cat tv ray smith from Southwestern Vermont Healthcare, Ashley Jowett from Southwestern Vermont Healthcare. I'm Trey Dobson. Go out and find joy in everything you do, even in the face of adversity, and we will see you again next week.